G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. Well, as we enter another week of self-isolation, there are many apps that offer different approaches to preserving our mental health. Some of those apps are focused on meditation, others on text therapy and uh, even chatbots. But none have identified how technology can help with the very latest and best therapy of all. Getting a call from a friend on a bad day. There is a new app that's out called Soul Time. It already offered some meditations and music and some sophisticated mood tracking but wanted to find a way to incorporate the kind of social support that self-help groups have long provided. Well, Mark Wagner, the founder of Soul Time, is joining us from the UK. Mark, a special welcome along to 2020. Thank you very much, Neil. Mark, apps like this, and there are a number around on the market, yours has really moved out of the group and is uh, starting to take a place where it really provides a wonderful context of people calling and making a difference right at the point of need. Uh, This is amazing, isn't it? Well, it's um, something that's really quite hard to do in in a tech way. I mean, obviously, when the social networks came along, you know, 10 or 15 years ago now, Facebook and all the others, everybody thought this would be um, uh, something that would improve um, social contact, but in fact turned out to be something of a poison chalice. And we have all the you know scandals and difficulties and cyberbullying and all kinds of things we'd never heard of back then. But obviously we all know that the thing that really helps us when we're not feeling good and we're having a rough time is for really close friends to notice to call us talk to us and in you know happy times meet with us but obviously that's tricky at the moment so we were trying to think you know what is it that makes that that intimate social contact such a special thing and how do you is there some way that you can replicate what's going on in that process in a, in a tech space? So that's what we've been working on and trying to figure out in full time. And the need for an app like yours on the increase, because as we might note from the World Health Organization, the stress and anxiety that's coming upon uh, people right around the whole world is becoming increasingly serious. So the future for an app like yours, no doubt, uh, is pretty bright. Well, it seems it seems um, slightly perverse to be um, happy about what's going on at the moment, and you know who can be, but. Uh, we've definitely seen a pickup in um, downloads of the app, uh, the, the time people are spending in the app. And, you know, in one sense, that's why we built the app. We built it to help people just in their own time, in their own space, try and connect with God, 
to try and understand themselves better, to find um, things that would meet their, you know, real heart needs. And the, the lovely thing about um, an app and through audio meditations is that you can, uh, it, it's something that people can do in a very private way, in a very personal way. And, you know, we're in a sense thankful for the opportunity and the the access people give us to be able to come alongside them at times when they really need a bit of support and a bit of help, a bit of encouragement, and just um, give them tools that allow them to draw close to God. Mark, give us some insights here into how the app works. No doubt you download it onto your mobile device and you've got some artificial intelligence there that is even able to monitor the mood of the person. Uh, give us an insight here into how that actually works. Yeah, so, I mean, it, it, you know, artificial intelligence always, you know, people go, ooh, it sounds sort of slightly scary. Um it's been shown for you know quite a few years now that um, encouraging people to identify really quite carefully how they're feeling each day is very good for people's um, emotional intelligence, for people's emotional regulation. It's been shown in a school context to be very good for uh, behavior and learning. So we'd already had on the app for quite a while, um, as you mentioned earlier, a mood tracker. So this uh, allows you to identify with some precision. How do you? How do I feel about myself today? Am I feeling kind to myself? Am I feeling angry with myself? Am I and so on? How am I feeling with other people? Am I feeling loved? Am I feeling irritated? Am I feeling? How am I feeling towards God? Am I feeling forgiven? Am I feeling disappointed? Am I feeling loved? And so we we have this um, tool which we encourage people to do, and then. We actually, just on the basis of how people fill it in each day, we recommend a meditation, we recommend, we, we give people a, a series of uh, Bible verses that relate to their mood. But obviously, if people are doing that every day, every few days, uh, they're building up a record of their the kinds of feelings and the kinds of range of feelings they go through. So, you know, some people are, generally speaking, very positive in their mood. Other people are more melancholic in their mood. Some people go through enormous ranges. We've all got friends who are really dramatic and swing from one thing to another, but others have a much more limited range. So what we're using the AI for is to figure out, you know, what's normal for you, what's a normal range for you. And then when it spots that, you know, things really are a bit out of the ordinary, it's... um. Uh, it can then trigger something to call your friends. So we allow people to nominate up to five people to be their supporters, and the app sends out an invitation, uh, or you can send out an invitation through the app to them. And if they accept, um, then they become your supporters. And then on a, on a bad day, never more than once a week, but on a bad day, just simply send them a message to say, Mark could do with a phone call today. Is it surprising or is it disconcerting for the person who has the app on their phone and they might recognise that they have their own mental health issues, they suffer from depression, but getting a call out of the blue from a friend, all of a sudden, uh, you know, you might be thinking, is my phone telling my friends that I'm having a bad day? What sort yeah. of feedback have you had from that yeah, sort of we've, thing? We've, we've taken a lot of 
trouble. Obviously, uh, the, the key to this is that everybody feels safe and comfortable. Nobody wants to share stuff with other people that makes them, you know, kind of gives them a surprise, as you say. So you can set the app to give you a little warning that it's going to send out a, a trigger, um, a, a call to your friends, and you can cancel it if you want to before it goes. So you can either set it um, so that it warns you every time before it sends one out, or some people actually find it really hard to reach out when they're when they're feeling rough, and honestly, they'd prefer not to be given the choice to cancel it and just just let the thing go out and trust it. Um, so, but either way, we give we try and give everybody lots of control in the process. You can you can stop being a supporter anytime if you want to. You can cancel supporters anytime. You know, there's there's tons of control for everybody all through to try and make people safe. You know, these things are, are tricky things and sensitive things, but we're, we're trying to do the, the best we can to make everybody feel comfortable. You've got an endorsement from the Archbishop of Canterbury, Justin Welby, who thinks this is a way of drawing close to God, and particularly for people who may be in that vulnerable category of suffering from mental health issues and having very bad days, depression days, no doubt saving lives. What what sort of value does that have for you, that you've got the Archbishop of Canterbury endorsing your device? Yeah, well, he's he. Uh, I mean, I think it's it's not. Um, uh, I mean, it's it's publicly known that a number of his family members have suffered from depression. So this is something that's not uh, uh, an issue that he's unfamiliar with and has a lot of sympathy for. Um, I, I also have the um, uh, slight advantage that um, he was uh, a friend of mine at university. In fact, uh, I became a Christian at university, and he kindly afterwards said to me um would i like to pray each week with him um so for his last two last term at university last two terms at university and my first two terms at university we um, we met together each week so he's been a friend for a very long time and so uh and he's done a, an, actually a beautiful meditation on the app which is very well worth listening to justin for its own sake Okay. I imagine that families of those loved ones who are quite vulnerable uh, suffer some fairly deep depression, or uh, you might have friends and there might be churches. This would be very useful for pastoral care. What sort of people are you finding the uptake is here, and uh, is it working really well for those ones? Yeah, that's an interesting question. I mean, it's only been out. This this particular feature has only been out for about ten days, so it's it's early early days. But we've had uh, several hundred churches who've contacted and asked if they could um, take a, a, a subscription for the members of their church. Um, we've seen it's interesting. Obviously, with apps, you can you can follow along the uptake of the of a feature, um, and it seems to be well received and being well used. So you know we're we're pleased about that. And one of the other interesting things about it, of course, is we can we never ever look at the the personal data of people, but we can get to see the aggregate data. And one of the striking things has been during this COVID nineteen period how much people's mood in aggregate has fallen, and uh, we saw it. It you know it goes up and down week by week with. Uh, in, under normal circumstances, but from around two weeks ago, it really started to fall quite dramatically. 
interestingly, just in the last couple of days, it's picked up a bit. I don't quite know what that means, but um, it has been interesting to see what a big effect it's had. Certainly with stress and anxiety going right throughout the populace right now, uh, it is uh, significant that uh, on those who are using the app, that's the sort of data that's coming through. And uh, that might even have some applications uh, by way of uh, examining what's happening throughout a population in the times to come. There'll be lots of listeners who will be interested in getting a hold of this. And no doubt there are some specialist cases uh, where you know that there are issues with mental health and depression, that this will be very useful. Let me give the website. It's called soultime.com. But even more easily to get a hold of the app is to simply go to your app store and look for the Soul Time app. Easy to download, no doubt, and uh, and certainly is going to have some major effect on people who are particularly vulnerable and having bad days. Mark Wagner is the founder of Soul Time. Mark, thank you so much for taking some time to share your thoughts around your app with us today on 2020. You're very welcome. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.